This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dive into the mind of Brett Boone as we turn to the baseball legend to find out what's happening in his life and around Major League Baseball. This is Turning Two with Booney. Here's your host, Rich Herrera. We throw uh, something else Southern California out for you. We talked about the Anaheim Angels. Um, Shohei Otani obviously is going to be the biggest um, free agent that you have out there, and I think he's going to change the dynamics of the way a lot of these rosters are going to be constructed when we get to Nashville because there's going to be teams they are going to be holding money back, going all in to get him, and whoever doesn't get him is going to find themselves holding the bag. But is this something that uh, concerns you? Because we've talked about this a little bit in the podcast leading into the trade deadline and coming back out of it. Remember, we had Jim Bowden on who said, hey, best thing the Angels could do, trade Otani, tell him, listen, we're going to trade you to a winner, we're going to give you a chance to try to win a World Series, and then we're going to do everything we can to bring you back. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the uh, folks that we had on at the trade deadline, we've had others that have said, hey, listen, um, I'd be concerned with Otani going into this mega free agency deal he's going to get. Someone's going to pay for him. But, Brad, I think you brought it up. How long he, can he continue to hit like Babe Ruth and pitch like Nolan Ryan? You see him leave a ball game with arm fatigue. Um, does that cause you any concern as you go into the offseason going – He's going to demand the money that I got to pay to Babe Ruth and to Nolan Ryan. God, it's a lot to put on somebody to go both ways. For me, absolutely. And I'm one of the biggest Shohei Otani fans out there. Oh, you're a fan boy for Otani. I'm, I'm absolutely in awe of him every day. But now I got to put on my my owner's hat. And I've got to be spending $700, $700 million on a player. Can I spend that? Is that the wisest choice? Well, I don't know the the the, the data points and and uh, what he brings, just sheerly from a, a an Otani jer- jersey sales. Uh, so without getting into that, I'm just talking about Shohei Otani, the player. How how long can this last? We're seeing a guy that in my in my lifetime I didn't think I'd ever see. I, I never thought I, – I don't even know if I thought I'd see a two-way player at the highest level, let alone a, a two-way superstar at the highest level. I watch him I watch him all the time. I'm in awe every time I watch him. But the sinister side, the, 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 the side of my brain that questions things, say, how is this not too good to be true? How much longer can it last? How much longer can he play at the highest level? When is it going to come to a point where, okay, we got to get him a day off here and there, and maybe he goes into the bullpen to kind of save his arm? When does that time come? I don't know. He's 29 years old. Uh, He's already had Tommy John surgery once. If money's not an object, I'm all in. Give me Otani. I want to watch this guy, and, and that's selfishly me being all in on him. But if I really have to break down the numbers, and I've got $700 million to work with for nine years, uh, can I spend that differently as far as making my team better? I don't know. I, I, 
I wouldn't want to be a general manager this offseason. Uh, I can't to wait that to kind get of money. to Nashville. I yeah. can't wait to get to Nashville. It's going to be fun. If we thought that being you know, that you, being said, he's unbelievable. You and I and Aaron were sitting in San Diego last year when they were trying to figure out what's going to happen. Uh, are, are the Giants going to be able to pry the big slugger away and have a judge go to San Francisco? And you and I sat there, cash walked by a couple times. People are following him around. I sat in front of Aaron uh, like a big meat shield so nobody could see him. Uh, so we could sit there and relax in the lobby of the hotel with, with all of us. Could you imagine the frenzy that you're going to have then? Now the frenzy you're going to have with, where's Otani? Uh, Otani was over there eating uh, eating Mexican food. Maybe he wants to go to Texas. Ooh, Otani was having fish. Uh, you know, Seattle's got great uh, seafood restaurants. I, I, I would say Otani's not going to be in the room. He'll probably be... Uh, at a location near you, undisclosed. <laughs> uh, and you know, Rich, I, I don't know. It, it'll be really interesting what happens the next five or six weeks uh, from a from a psychological standpoint. And I'm thinking like the player, Otani. Mike Trout just came back. Right. Uh, what kind of push do they make? I, I don't think they, they – they, this is a miracle if they even came close. I, I, I'm not thinking they're going to be a postseason team this year. But how does this next five weeks go? You got a healthy Mike Trout. You got a healthy Otani. A healthy team. See how it, see how it this finishes week nine and the and taste that it leaves. In it. Yeah. They're nine so and it's, and pretty much, it's pretty much over for them. But you got to find something to play for as a player. You know, I've been in right. those situations, those years where we're not making the postseason. Now, I got to get up every day. I got to get to the ballpark. And I've got to find a way to play. Get my adrenaline level to that point. Even though we got no chance of winning, I got to find something to play for. And every player worth his salt has to do that. You've got to find a reason to get up in the morning, even if you have no chance of making the playoffs. You got to find a reason, uh, whether it gets to be selfish and you you want to hit certain numbers. You might have arbitration and 100 ribbies looks a lot better than 90. Right. And, uh, you know, 25 home runs looks better than 17. So if, even if it's got to be selfish, find a way to get up every day, go to the ballpark and try to win a game. So I think how this team finishes psychologically could have some uh, effect on Otani's mindset going into the offseason. Because I haven't dismissed the, 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 the LA Angels. I have not dismissed them as a landing spot for Otani. Who knows? Who knows? Well, everybody the and their brother was trying to say he was leaving. He was leaving. You were the one who said, wait a minute, not so fast. Why is he leaving? He right. chose them in the beginning. You know, I understand he's at a point now he's made his mark. He's a superstar. Now he wants to win. I get that. As players, we all go through that. You know, we all go through that, getting to the big leagues, proving that we're a big leaguer. We made an all-star team. Oh, now we did this. Now we did that. Now now I want to win. We all get to that point. Uh, and, and I can't, you know, I can't question him for wanting to win. But can this Angels front office and owner, Artie Marino, convince him that going forward, we're going to give you the best opportunity to win. Can they do that? I yeah. don't know. I think I think Artie Moreno is going to be right there in the bidding war and right out front and, and matching everybody else. So it, it's going to be an interesting process. I'll tell you one thing. It'd be pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool being Otani this offseason and just oh, knowing yeah. that every single team wants a piece of you. That's a good feeling as a player. So Could we're going imagine? to be watching it closely. It's going to be cool. 
Could you imagine walking up with your lottery numbers and you know you already got all all of them plus the Powerball and you yep. just buy the ticket and you're going to win? It's the, a, well, the lottery? it's like right now. It just wrap wrap them up in bubble wrap and just get them through the season healthy. I, I've thought about that. If you won the lottery, if you if you if you bought a lottery ticket and you go, oh look, I I got the winning lottery ticket. What do you do with it? Do you put it in plastic? Do you do you dare drive to the drive you to go the lottery home. office? No, you, you go home. You put it next to your toothbrush. You don't tell anybody. And then you call your lawyer and you call your your people that handle that that part of your your finances and and some of that your trust and you say all right what do I do next and then you go from there and you let the people that do it for a living decide people that you trust right but you don't go running down the street Woo-hoo, you don't go put, you don't go you don't go put it on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't do that somebody would somebody would uh let me speaking putting everybody on blast um. Last week, I explained to everybody, the podcast has taken off. We, we really have become one of the biggest podcasts in baseball and in sports. But I was pointing out to folks, that in order to grow this even more, we need to get more um, reviews and ratings uh, on the Odyssey app, on, on Apple, wherever you get it, Spotify. So, Brett, I, I had that impassioned plea uh, a week ago. I will tell you, we are now at a 4.9 rating out of 5. So we have 145 people that have rated us, and 144 gave us five stars. One person gave us four stars. Well, that's you haven't pumped the podcast enough, Rich. You got to do a little. No, no, these job. are people that, that have listened job. to the podcast and they're rating your work. One person says you're a four out of five. Everybody else well, gave you mu- five. Well, that must have been the they. They must have watched a, a turning two with Booney when you're in the when you're in the big seat. That's the four. That's the four or five rating. All right, here's one from um, M. Han. I recently stumbled upon this podcast and love listening to Brett's take on the game and his guests. Five stars. Thank you very much. Uh, it's called Favorite Baseball Podcast. This is from uh, PA Mets fan, lifelong baseball fan of 50 plus years. I love this podcast and hearing the interviews with the stars of my youth. Great stuff. Um, this one is not short person. Love listening. Yo, Brett, but if a uh, favorite player along with Junior, Booney, the stories of the playing days are the best. Keep it up. So there you go. Couple, uh couple reviews of the podcast. We read them. Keep them coming. Wherever you get your podcast on, uh, on Apple, Spotify, or the Odyssey app, please, please, please. That's how we grow the podcast. All right. Let's talk about a couple things before we get out of here today. Um, what's Boone watching? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Boone is watching. You know what I watched the other day? And uh, it was at Ernie's place. I was waiting because I had an evening flight out of there. And he turned on uh, Hall of, was it Hall of Shame? It's a new Netflix documentary. And it was uh, with Barry Bonds and the Sprinter. And it was Balco. Who? And it was uh, Victor Conte. He's a character, by the way. Really entertaining. I, I would suggest watching that. Um, that was interesting. And, and what's the one I'm watching, Rich? 
I, I'm through. I, I I threw it out the other day. It was a Netflix. I, I've only gotten through two episodes of it. What is the name of that? I can't think of it. You're so anyway. busy doing radio yeah. shows. No, all I, I would say uh, Hall of Shame. Uh, it just came out on Netflix. That's that's worth the watch. Really okay. interesting. Uh, it was the whole Valco thing and and watch Victor Conte and how that all came to fruition and and what everybody went through. Really interesting take. I'm looking forward to that that uh, that HBO series on Barry. Oh, Bond. the on Bonds. Because you know I'm a huge fan of him too. So, all right. As a hitter, as a hitter, just just the the unbelievable. Hey Barry, I'll throw a Go shout ahead. out. I'll throw a shout out for Bonds. He needs to come we on. We need the podcast. to get we need to get Bonds on the podcast. Yeah. We're gonna work on that. Um, all right. Boone approved. Ready? Yes. Grown men wearing football jerseys with someone else's name and number on it. So, you know, you go out oh, on a Sunday, wow. you're going to watch football. You see a guy wearing an Aaron Rodgers Packers jersey and a Brett Favre jersey, and I got on a Brock Purdy jersey. Is it cool for grown men to wear football jerseys with another man's name on it? Because they, they have to have the name on the back so it's an authentic game jersey. Well, can I preface it? I, I love it's to preface it. podcast. Rich. You do whatever you want. If you're a if you are a major if you're an athlete at the highest level, if you're a major league baseball like player, me. if you're an NBA player, uh, if you are a NFL player. No. Why not? But for Rich Herrera to wear a jersey, absolutely. That's a little emasculating. It's a I little, don't mean it's to, a little bougie. I don't know. Snobbish. It's, it's like okay, if Peyton Manning puts on another man's jersey, he's Peyton Manning. Do you get it? Okay. You what if what Peyton saying? Manning? What if Peyton Aaron, Manning? Aaron was- Boone. Aaron Boone would do it. Right. He would wear he would wear a Ron Jaworski jersey. Now I think it's great for Ron. I think it's weird for Aaron. Anybody that would you know, there's a guy back in the day I played with. His name was Pete Shurick, really good left-handed pitcher for, for the Cincinnati Reds. He would go to Steeler games and he'd like paint his face and yeah. wear a Steeler. I said, Yeah, Shurick. I said, Shurick, you won 17 games last year. You're a big league. You were in the Cy Young talk. Have some dignity, son. And he just no. looked at me because I love I love the Steelers. So I, I'm gonna say I, I don't know what there's my answer right there. Is that is that a I don't that's think that's bougie. a hardcore approved or yeah, well if I got you a maybe. Caleb Williams USC jersey, would you wear it on Saturday? No chance. No chance. <laughs> now what happens if Caleb Williams? I think it's just because I'm a I'm an athlete. Maybe okay, but I don't know. Okay. Let's think about different well, professions. All right. You know, do let's, I wear a, say, a, an office T-shirt because the office that 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 uh, the TV show, you know, the TV show. Right. I would wear something like that. OK, but let me. But I'm not an actor. I'm not an what, actor. What happens if another professional athlete wanted to wear a Brett Boone jersey back in the day? I would be so flattered. It'd be ridiculous. I love it. OK, well, wouldn't Doesn't it be mean nice I approve you? of it? Wouldn't that be nice for you to wear a Rick Meyer jersey from back in the day? Rick Meyer's a friend. <laughs> yeah, but it, I don't know. You're putting me in an awkward situation. I love Rick <laughs> Meyer, but putting on his jersey? 
I don't know. Yes, that would saying. be the, that would be the ultimate form of flattery if someone was uh, an athlete was rocking a Boone jersey. I think it'd be cool. I mean, I could see it. I could but see it. But it doesn't mean I baseball player. doesn't mean that I approve it for anybody else. Just for okay. somebody wearing my jersey, I approve it. So I, I said that if it's another baseball player wearing your jersey, like if I were a giant, you were a Mariner, and I'm walking around on the off day wearing a Brett Boo jersey, that'd be Oh, weird. absolutely not. Right. Yeah, but if it's the that. beginning of the football season and I'm a huge San Francisco 49er fan, why can't I roll into the ballpark? I, I think I, I think a lo- I think a lot of athletes do that. I think last year in the postseason, Mike Trout was wearing he'd wear a he wore a Mike Schmidt jersey. He to did. the yard one day, and then I think he wore. He I think wore, he's uh, worn Eagles jersey. Eagle jersey. Yeah, right. and Mike. Tra- or, or I'm sorry, I'm talking Harper. Harper. Bryce Harper. Harper. Uh, yeah, he's a Philly. He wore a Mike Schmidt like authentic, yeah, old school jersey. Now that's different because that's for the fans. Okay. That's for the city of Philadelphia. You're in the post. There's too many caveats for this question. I don't have a oh, stone so cold answer you on for the spot. you, and I'm, I'm struggling host. with it. I I know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bury you with this. Um, if you had to wear one old school jersey of a player that you respected and it can't be Bob or Ray Boone, who would you wear? That's good that you took out the Bob and Pete Rose. Okay. If you had to wear a let me, football- let me tell you let me tell you why, Pete Rose. When I was a kid, I loved all the players. I didn't have a favorite player. Never did. Been asked this question a million times. Who's your favorite player? You grew up with all the I loved them all. But if I have to narrow it down as who who played the game right, who epitomized going to the ballpark and getting after it for 162 games straight, I've never seen anybody do it like Pete Rose. And that's why I'd wear it. Strictly his on the field. Sure. How when he laced them up from seven to ten every night, I've never seen a player before Pete. Obviously, I didn't get to watch a lot before Pete. But since I've been a little kid watching players my entire life, I've never seen anybody come to the ballpark day in and day out and give get that level of intensity to each and every game. Never seen anything like it. Okay. Football jersey. And I know people are going to come, oh, Pete, he did this and he oh, did no, that. Has no, nothing to do. Ah, shut up. Has nothing to do with that. Right. Has to do with no. the fact that he played the game. He the epitomized that- what it means to be a, a, prof- a major league baseball player. Okay. Football player. Got to pick one. Earl Campbell. Really? I loved Earl Campbell. I mean, it was Monday Night Football, and it's back in the 70s, right? Right. So you, you're getting ready for, you know, mom saying, Brett, you got to be in bed. This is when I'm in fifth, sixth grade. Brett, your bedtime's 10 o'clock, but I got to watch Monday Night Football. And back then it wasn't, you know, Monday Night Football was the biggest deal because right. we, we, we couldn't watch all the games on Sunday. So I'd always want to watch Monday Night Football, and it seemed like Earl Campbell was always on. I loved it. it the thighs bigger than my my <laughs> waist, and for some reason, uh, Earl Campbell stood out to me. A lot of the Eagles stood out to me. Wilbert Montgomery, Harold Carmichael, right. uh, Jaws, uh, Bill Berge in the middle, Jack LaMaster were the two middle uh, middle linebackers. So I, I Harold Carmichael, did I mention him? I think he's yeah. a Hall of Fame wide receiver. So I remember those guys, uh, but Earl Campbell was my guy. Would you have been a good football player? I played. Uh, when did, how when, how far did you go? Oh, I just played peewee football. Okay. And actually, I was a soccer player, but all my buddies would make fun of me growing up. Fifth, sixth, Rightfully oh, so. Boone, play, 
Boone plays soccer, you know, because all my buddies were football players. So they kind of right. switched me over to play. Uh, it was I was a fish out of water the first time. All my buddies had been playing for years. Then all I just kind of jumped in. My second year, I started to pick it up and get the uh, – I, I don't know how good I would have been. I, I, I could sit here and say that I probably would be good, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. There's a reason I didn't pursue it. I went into my freshman year in high school, and I was I'm- like – I was four eleven, like a buck ten. <laughs> so it's like these kids are a little too big for me right now. Uh, yeah, I thought about my freshman year, and then I scrapped that idea and just became a baseball player. From my freshman year, I played basketball through through my sophomore year, and then I just went all baseball junior senior year. I told you that with my son when he when uh, we moved and he went to Cathedral Catholic. He had never played football before. So he showed up for the football team because he needed a varsity letter to get to the service academy and football was non-cut. So he goes out and they go, what position do you play? He goes, I've never played before. They said, go stand over there. And he weighed maybe a buck 25 and he just happened to be standing next to the offensive lineman and they made him play offensive line. He gave away 150 pounds to everybody else. I would have liked to see Brett Boone try that. (laughs) No, no, no cut. I love it. No, no. All right, uh, real quick before we get out of here, uh, where are you heading this week? Because, you know, last week you were in Park City, Utah. I'm sure you're going to go play, do something uh, fun this week. Going on a fun trip. We're going to, going to see my son, uh, going to see Jakey in Chicago. Uh, me and Pops. Plays in, so plays me and Dad take off to plays for Windy City. Me and me and Dad are taking off tomorrow at 2 o'clock. We'll get in late tomorrow night, and then we got three games with Jakey, and then we'll be back. So I haven't seen him for a while. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They're wrapping it up. they got a couple weeks left of the season, and, and they'll be done. So uh, I'll get to see him a few games and get to see Richie and, and Jarrett Wright and catch up, start talking, getting ready for Pebble Beach. Richie's my partner. Right. Jarrett Wright's back in this year. So we'll have a little Pebble so- Beach talk, watch Jakey play three games. Who's going to enjoy the trip more, you or your dad? Well, dad will ask me a thousand questions. Yeah. Uh, I'll answer them a thousand times. Who will enjoy it more? I don't know. Your it's, dad I loves to go watch Jake play. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. He's he's like my grandpa in a lot of ways, you know, just a, a proud grandpa. And uh, it, it's good. I, I, I enjoy these trips. Especially, you know, dad's getting a little bit older. I'm We're all getting older. But uh, I, I really do uh, treasure these times to get to spend right. with him one-on-one because we don't do it. And he wears my mom out and drives her. Mom's probably excited. Like, oh, oh yeah. Take it. Your dad, let's excited. go. Good. Go. So, you take know, it for, uh, take it for two weeks. But, but I'm learning, you know, as we all get a little bit older, I, I really, I really appreciate these times. And we always have a good time. We'll get into a couple scuffles. I'll, he'll ask me a question one too many times. I'll yell at him, and then he'll he'll give me the fu. And I'll say, "Pops, come on, we got we got to go over to the yard." <laughs> it, it, the thing that's great is he loves it so much. We'll get there, and, and he'll be, we'll go down on the field. You know, we say hi. I kind of try to stay out of everybody's way. Dad, he'll be right in there. It's like where oh. where'd Bob go? Oh, he's down in the bullpen working with the backup catcher. That's what he does. Oh, that's what he's, I can't wait to see. That's what he does. I'll try to get some video. I'll try to get some content. Yes. But, uh, yeah, he's it'll be a lot of fun. I, I always look forward to these times. Now, I, that's what I love when you go on these trips and you get to, you get to see Bob, and he just he loves being at the yard, loves being around his grandson, loves being around you. I think it's just really, really neat. And you yeah, know what? Cool Again, plan. someone who lost his dad uh, five years ago, I just, I, I'm, I just look at you and live my, my life vicariously through you 
watching you get a chance to spend time with your dad. Yeah, I, I think these times, you got to treasure these times. You yeah. don't have a dad forever. You don't have a grandpa forever. You know, that's what I tell my my boys. You don't have a grandpa forever. You know, I, I, I got to have a grandpa for 32 years. It's pretty yeah. darn awesome. And, uh, you know, so appreciate these times. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm off. I'm off. All right. So no, 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 that's it. We're done. I'm tired of you. Uh, send me my $5. I appreciate it. You got it. No, Ben, uh, it to you. Way to go. Ernie. Thank you very much for winning me $5. It'll go up here on the bulletin board behind me. You got it. There you go. That's going to do it for this week's edition of turning two with Booney. Uh, I'm Rich Herrera. Hey, don't forget, leave us a rating, leave us a review, uh, wherever you get the podcast, Brett, have leave a great alone. time. Leave me alone. No, build the podcast. Keep helping right, us. I got it. Uh, have a great time, Brett. We'll talk to you when we get back from Chicago. See ya. Thanks, Rich.